So I thought that I was confident before the open, um, but now I am leaving much more confident. Not, not in a way that I feel like I can just beat everybody or I am entitled to this, but confident in a way that I trust my abilities and I trust my hard work and I trust that I'm strong enough and fit enough and that I deserve to be here, even though I'm younger than most. Um, that does not intimidate me. Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Thanks for checking us out. RX Mark Your Jump Ropes, the best jump ropes in the business. Our title sponsor and such great support from them. You can get your RX Mark Your Jump Ropes by going to rxmarkier.com. At checkout, use Clydesdale15, all caps, and you can get 15% off your order. Uh, you can buy jump ropes of any color, shape, size, uh, the handles. You can make those whatever you want. You can get the cable at different weights um, and different lengths depending on your height. So check it out at rxmarkier.com. Use Clydesdale 15 at checkout and you'll get 15% off your order. That does exclude new additions, new arrivals and special editions, but check that out. Uh, it's a great deal. In addition to that, they're also supporting our hashtag road to a thousand. If you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast, and you have a public profile, every time we hit the century mark with subscribers, we're giving away a brand new RX Mercury jump rope. And Dave Newman, the owner of the company, has promised to throw in a couple extras uh, for that winner. So make sure you go over, subscribe, and uh, you have a public profile, and me, you may be our next winner. Thanks. Okay, can we talk about the most delicious protein bars ever made? They have 20 grams of protein, no added sugar. The macros are phenomenal, like 200 calories. They are delicious, like a treat. Can't believe that the macros are the way they are and that the nutrients are what they are because they taste like a candy bar. Um, and I know my candy bars pretty well. I'm like a Snickers type of person. There's no aftertaste. They have so many flavors to choose from. If you don't, if you're not a fan of the caramel cashew, they've got salty peanut. They have a hazelnut nougat. They've got a chocolate dough, a crispy fudge, um, cookies and cream, white chocolate almond. They're all delicious, but check them out at bearbells.com and uh, try some for yourself. You won't be sorry. They're delicious. Totally awesome. There she is. Hey, Emma. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Your awesome. hair is getting so long. Oh, thank you. Looks pretty. Thank you. 
Well, we are so excited to have you back. Um, you know, you know the format. We're really laid back. We just want to have a chat, and um, we feel like your long lost relatives uh, who've been following your career for the last year, cheering you on. Um, so it's like family. You know, we're not here to <laughs> do a gotcha or anything. Um, though I do have a couple quick questions. So where where are you from, actually? Where are you living? I am living in Missouri. Um, oh, sorry, that's my mom. Um, but I have lived in Marshfield, Missouri my whole life. Okay. Okay, is that near like St. Louis or Kansas City or? Um, about three hours away. Okay. Have you heard of Springfield, Missouri? Yep. We are about 45 minutes from there. Okay, awesome. Well, we'll go ahead and get started. I'll go ahead and introduce you and we'll just get right into it. Um, hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I'm your host. I am the Clydesdale. We like to do fitness and these are my friends. And today we have a very special friend that we've been following for about a year. She was on our podcast last June 1st. Um, and in that year, amazing things have happened. And so we had to have her back and get caught up on everything that's going on in Emma's life. And it's Emma Carey. And so just to let you know, Emma, um, our first interview with you has tripled in views in the last two weeks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So um, you're getting a little popular. And that's maybe so that's cool. And maybe that's because you finished second in the open. <laughs> uh, and yeah. you won an event at the age of 16 years old. That's so cool. Yeah. So when we talked to you last time, you were just a couple weeks away from your 16th birthday. And here we are now. Wow. So um, a couple quick questions I have for you is 2020 was pretty crazy for a lot of people, but I think for you, it was, it was pretty good in a fact that you got to kind of reset yourself and, and put your goals together. And you talked about that with us last year how you weren't going to go to the pit fitness ranch and you were going to focus on the open season for the open division. Yes. I'm still very glad I made that choice. Um, like it was such a hard time after the games were canceled, felt like so much of what I had worked for had just been ripped away from me. Um, but one of the things I told myself wrote in my journal was that this was going to happen for me, not to me. Um, I was going to make the best out of this opportunity I had been given, even though parts of it weren't ideal. It turned out really well because I could just put my head down and get strong. Um, and I knew that would pay off and it's paid off here. Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to talk about your strength numbers and the difference one year apart in a little bit. But the other thing I would be remiss in saying that yesterday was a very special person in your life's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so we, from our podcast, want to wish Mike a happy birthday. Aww. And it was kind yeah. of cool it happened on Easter. Yeah. Yes. About every seven to 10 years, I think it works out like that. <laughs> so happy birthday to Mike, your dad. And, and he's uh, right over here. <laughs> he's coming. <laughs> happy Thanks, birthday, guys. Mike. I really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was a big one for you, right? 50. I know. I knew it would happen. I just didn't know it would happen this soon. So, 
Yeah, I, I had that a couple years ago. So I'm a little yeah. bit ahead of you. Well, thank you very much for the for the birthday wishes. I really, truly appreciate it. You're welcome. And so um, I watched some of your videos um, and they are really funny to me because your mom, you can hear everything she says and she gets so excited for your, for your workouts. Um, it's just a joy to listen to. My favorite part though, is I don't think her technical skills are at a level that, um, that people <laughs> your age are. And, and I love when she goes, Mike, Mike, is it, am I doing this right? Mike, Mike, come here, Mike, am I doing this right? Yeah. Those are my favorite parts of the videos. <laughs> yeah. And then when she's yelling, let's go M, let's go sis. Um, it's just a joy uh, to, to listen to her do that. Yeah, she's great. I'm so grateful for her videoing um, because even though we do have some of those moments, I do trust her completely with that. Um, and I don't have to worry about it. Like I know I will be in the frame. I know she will be exactly where I asked her to be. Um, and I know she will be cheering. So it's all good. Yeah. It's just great. It just makes it real. And like this little family thing that you guys have, that's really cool. So uh, I just love watching those. So I, I want to kind of get into um, a little bit of the open. Um, so was, is this where you saw yourself when we talked a year ago that you would finish this high in the open? Honestly, I love that question, but no. Um, a year ago on May 1st, when the games were canceled for the age groups, I set the goal to qualify elite. And that was my goal. That was kind of as big as I had dreamed. Um, and now, I mean, every day as I got better, the goal got bigger. Um, the dream got bigger. And I like, there's a small part of me that is like, oh yeah, you know, I totally expected this. I've worked hard for it. And then part of me is just kind of blown away um, and was not expecting to finish this high, but at the same time, not surprised. Um, and it feels so crazy that this is just the beginning. And like right after the open, it was back to work, back to work for quarterfinals and semifinals and eventually the games, because I don't, like the goal is not just to qualify anymore. The Open has kind of given me a taste of what I believe I can do when I'm there. That's great. I, I love that attitude. So what was your favorite workout in the Open? I can kind of guess maybe. <laughs> yeah. The obvious answer for me is 21.2. Um, love those movements, but it probably is 21.4 just because that like a heavy clean and jerk kept me from qualifying elite in 2020. And it just showed myself that strength will not stand in my way this time. Um, and even though that was my lowest finish, it was still a really strong finish and still just so proud of that and all of the work behind it. Overall, I think that was my favorite event even though I think 21.2, like burpees are always more fun than lifting. <laughs> I, I do not agree. <laughs> I just want to state that for the record, but we, we need to say that you are the youngest competitor to ever win an open workout now. Yeah. And that, that's a pretty cool record to have. Yeah. So even though 
burpees are fun, I guess. Um, <laughs> you, you are the youngest competitor to ever win, which is really awesome. And we're so proud of you. And so what was the biggest surprise from the open or things that have come from the open? Um, honestly, the confidence, because I thought I was confident before. Um, I believe in telling people my goals, which is sometimes scary because I know whenever I make a post about my goals, there are people who want me to fail. There are so many people who doubt me. And there are people who, if I don't achieve those goals, will go back to that post and look at it and see it's still there because I would never delete it and laugh. And I know that there are so many people who doubt me just because I say my goals, but the more I say them, the more I believe them. And then whenever I just keep saying them in conversation, not even, not even making a big deal about it, but saying them casually, the more every decision in my life aligns with those goals. Like whenever I just say it, that becomes the only option. So I thought that I was confident before the open, um, but now I am leaving much more confident, not, not in a way that I feel like I can just beat everybody or I am entitled to this, but confident in a way that I trust my abilities and I trust my hard work and I trust that I'm strong enough and fit enough and that I deserve to be here, even though I'm younger than most. Um, that does not intimidate me anymore. So I have a two-part question now. With this has come a lot of media attention. You know, you, you got to be on the open announcement. Yeah. Uh, you're, you've been asked to go on Instagram Live with people. You, I'm, I'm sure you have a ton of media requests. Um, in addition to that, you probably have gained a good chunk of followers on Instagram since all this has happened. With all that, has that surprised you? And second, how do you stay grounded? Yeah, um, I love that question too, because it was surprising. Um, just, this might sound silly, but I feel so normal. Like I trust my athletic ability, but it is crazy to me all of the messages I've gotten that I am a role model, because um, that's not a way I've ever thought of myself before. Um, just kind of feeling like a normal person, feeling at first, like I didn't deserve that attention. Um, but then kind of shifted that to it doesn't change anything. Um, no matter how many followers or how few followers someone has does not affect who they are. Um, and I don't want to be any different trying to ever please my followers. Like I want to be who I am, whether I have 1,000 or 100,000. Um, so like really, it does not make me, it, it can't distract me. Like I am never going to focus on that. I'm just going to focus on my process and competition and just the aspects of this sport that I love. Um, and just the fact that I get to inspire people along the way is really cool. So in your Instagram bio, you actually tweaked it from the last time we talked, but now you yeah. say, that you want to use your gifts to, um, to glorify God. Is that one of the things that helps you stay grounded? Absolutely. Um, I 
and not even just stay grounded, but that is kind of my why. I was asked about my why um, just a few weeks ago, and I have put it into words before, but never quite like this. Um, I believe I have been given a gift, well, gifts, but physical, mental, emotional, like the support of my parents, support of my gym, like God has put so many things in place in my life, physical, like being talented, but also mental, like being tough and wanting to work hard, even though a lot of that has been developed. Um, I know that I am gifted and I believe he gave that to me for a reason. And whenever a workout gets hard, I just tell myself, don't let it go to waste. Like I have all of this potential that I want to use to the best of my ability for the best reasons possible. Um, and anytime I give less than my best, I'm not maximizing the gift I've been given. So that kind of, that reminds me of my purpose because it's never, it's never just to be popular. Like having a lot more followers, that would be cool. But sometimes I want that for selfish reasons. Um, but it's really like if I gain followers, that's amazing because it's more people I can share Jesus with. I gave me goosebumps. Um, oh, I love wow. the way you said that. And so my next, my follow-up to that is what are your plans in how to do that outreach and how to glorify God and how to spread the word of Jesus to all of your followers? Do you, do you have that yet? Or are you still working on it? I do. I think, I mean, obviously always everything in my life, I want to be a work in progress. Um, but I, even more than just talking about Jesus all the time and posting about Jesus all the time, because I do feel like, I don't feel like people pay attention to that as much as they can pay attention to my actions. Like as much as they will notice whenever I go back onto the competition floor to cheer people on, um, or if they want, if they see me interacting with people or if they want to interact with me, I feel like that is the best opportunity to show them Jesus um, much more than, you know, I do always want people to see Jesus in my Instagram account, but at the end of the day, that does not mean I'm a Christian. Like how I live my life, that is what really I feel like can bring the most glory to God. Um, so I just want to show people what it looks like to give it all, to give all you have just in all aspects of your life to God. So great. So mature for a 16 year old. Um, that is awesome. So let's kind of go into the last year. And that is, you told us a year ago that you needed to build strength and that you had just started working with Brute. And so Obviously that has worked, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right? You are, you are close to snatching 200 pounds and your goal was to do that before you're 17. Yes. Okay. One month from today. <laughs> <laughs> and you're at 190 or 195? 190, but it's been a little bit since I've tested it. So I, I hope after quarterfinals or maybe even during quarterfinals, but we get to test that again. So, so what was the difference that Brute brought to you that allowed you to, to, to significantly increase your strength? Focused training, um, but especially focused accessory work. Um, 
whenever I wrote my own programming, I kind of, I mean, not kind of, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, <laughs> I got myself to a very good level in conditioning and in gymnastics just because just because of effort really um because i would write things that were hard and then i would do them to the best of my ability and that made me a lot better and i really tried to carry that over to strength um but you can't just throw things together and get strong like whenever your accessory work is kind of what you see on instagram um that's not like even if it looks cool that doesn't mean it's helping um, so the biggest thing we have done is prioritize um, really quality in the accessory work and maybe doing the same thing every week for four different weeks, increasing reps or increasing weight. And then at the end, um, it's like, whoa, this has made me stronger. Even if you don't feel it at the time, um, just doing things intentionally and with a purpose and not just in strength, but in all, all aspects of my training has had the biggest effect um, and made me so much stronger. That's great. Um, and so I, I, how did you do this and keep your engine? Because 21.2 showed you have <laughs> not lost your engine at all during the strength building. Yeah. Uh, for a while, it was honestly a little bit frustrating because I felt like my engine was all that was getting better. Like I didn't necessarily feel like I was working on that anymore, but it just felt like that was getting better faster than my strength was getting better. Um, and it was like for a while, I almost couldn't trust the process. Um, but now looking back on it, all of the early months of strength stuff we did just laid the foundation. Um, I don't know, honestly, I was kind of expecting like a month in to hit a big PR and you don't get strong in a month. You don't get strong in two months. Like I just day by day, week by week, cycle by cycle of like one week we might focus or one month we might do like heavy deadlifts. And then at the end we'll test my deadlift and then at the end of the month, I would feel so discouraged that it wasn't that much heavier than at the beginning of the month. But then we'd come back to deadlift in a couple cycles and it'd be like, whoa, 40 pound PR, how did that happen? Um, so my conditioning has gone up too. Like it is a lot better and that has not been the priority but everything is kind of a priority. Just, I want to get better in all aspects. And even though that was a very competitive in last year's open, like I did very well in the conditioning workouts, it will never be good enough. Like I will never just step back and be like, oh, you know, I'm fine with that. Like I got top 10 or whatever, or even I won. I am still not satisfied with my dumbbell snatches and burpees. Like I'm always going to be trying to get everything better. Um, and like maybe in four more years, we'll test that. And I know I will beat it. Um, so really, I feel like, I know this has been a really long answer, but I have kept or, and even improved my engine just by being intentional with that too. 
not just by throwing stuff together, but by, you know, I know that my coach thinks about how different movements are going to affect each other and just can always create a different stimulus, a different intensity. And then I give my best and trust that it's going to make me better. And then like we might retest a workout or do an open workout. And then I'll be like, whoa, I did get better. And that always keeps me coming back for more. When 21-2, your first rep looked the same speed as your last rep, <laughs> which I think is that's the goal of any athlete, right? In CrossFit is that your last rep looks as good as your first rep. And it was just as fast. You never slowed down. My jaw was on the floor. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I loved it. I was so excited when it was announced. Um, wrote in my journal that I wanted to win and I believed I could. Sub nine was kind of me just like joking in a group chat. And then I got doing some math and I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to sprint the whole time, but I think I can do that. And I texted my coach later that I was going to go sub nine. So whenever I texted him later and said, I did it, he would know what I was talking about. Um, and then I got to send that text and that was so much fun. I knew that I like, always want to redo things, but the open wasn't a priority. So I thought it was fun and that's kind of why I wanted to redo it. Not necessarily that I thought I could go any faster, um, but I was so proud of it. I hoped it would be enough to win but I was so just happy with my effort, happy with my strategy and not backing down from a strategy that scared me. Um, that was really intimidating, like in the round of 30, when I was like, I'm not even halfway through the dumbbell snatch and I'm not feeling so great. Um, just like starting the round of 30. And it was like, okay, you know, this is how you knew you would feel. And this is a workout, you know, you can win. So like use that gift, use this potential with everything you have. And like, it didn't feel real for, it honestly still doesn't feel super real for just, just that I finally won an open workout because that's always a goal of mine is to win. And we did that finally. Yeah. Well, at least it's good to know that you're just in awe of yourself as we are, because like there, there are th things that you're like, pinch me, like, is this really happening? Yeah. Um, so we want to kind of talk about your M2 nutrition a little bit. And I know Charlie has some questions. Yeah. I mean, with so many different, you know, you got your RPs and your WAGs and your, your all your other nutrition companies out there. What <laughs> What was the difference for you, uh, you know, whether you picked M2 or, you know, that you're using M2 that kind of stood out and, you know, how has that helped you kind of in this journey? Yeah, the main thing that stood out to me was what I felt like they focused on. Um, scrolling through some other companies' Instagrams, it's like abs, 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 lean, lean. And that, like I, at the time I went to M2 did not feel like I looked like an athlete. Um, but I've always felt like that was okay because it's not what my body looks like that matters. It's what it can do that matters. Um, but then you go to their Instagram page and there is science and there is like just a focus on performance and 
just a focus on like just all the different aspects of a healthy relationship with food, like being able to enjoy your food and have, I don't like to call them cheat meals, but just have things out of the ordinary without guilt. Um, there's just, they just give so much information on that, um, like the physical side, the mental side. And like they, I mean, even having posts that are like, read this mental tran um, transformation before you swipe to see the physical one. So it's not like your eye just catches on the physical transformation. Um, so I think, I think that is amazing for everybody, but especially for a lot of teen girls who I've talked to who do struggle with just feeling like they should look different if they want to be able to accomplish what they want to. Um, and just understanding that that is okay, that is human, but we want, we want to fuel our bodies. Like, yes, you could be leaner, but who cares if you're performing? Um, so just seeing the focus on that was the most exciting thing for me. And just how many athletes I knew who worked with them and loved them. Like I had never heard anything bad about M2 and still never have. So what, what do you, how much do you attribute to M2 in your strength progression? So much, um, but they, they have been with me since, let's see, March of 2019. So even before I started really trying to get strong, like they were there. And Mike, my nutrition coach has just helped me adjust macros along the way, adjust even things that don't seem super nutrition related. Um, but just, just as the goals have changed and my training volume has gone up, but sometimes it's gone down and just how we can adapt through that to help my body perform. Um, and yeah, getting strong, he has been there to like increase food a little bit and help me be okay with that. And also just to be encouraging if it's like, I'm not seeing the progress I want, just be like, okay, give it time. You know, you have been with Brute for a month, for two months, like don't, don't, I mean, not give up. I wasn't going to give up, of course, but like, don't even be discouraged. Um, just trust your body. And that has been one of the most helpful things, just, just to trust my training and let the rest fall into place. Um, I feel like they are an awesome company for giving support physically and also mentally, because um, it, it's also important. We're going to take a short break from our interview to tell you about our newest sponsor, Up Before You Coffee. They are an amazing coffee. It is delicious, has different little notes of chocolate and things like that. Um, and it's really clean and crisp uh, when you drink it in the morning. Uh, but they have a light roast. Uh, they also have a medium roast, as you can see there. Um, we are so excited about the sponsor sponsorship. Uh, if you use Clydesdale 20, all caps, Clydesdale 20, you can get 20% off your order. Just go to upbeforeyou.com and uh, order your coffee. It's delicious. You'll love it. 
So you mentioned companies, you now have sponsors. Uh, you're holding up an RX Smart Gear <laughs> water bottle. Uh, you're wearing, wearing an RX Smart Gear oh. shirt. Um, and that is our title sponsor. So, you know, we love RX Smart Gear too. Yes. Um, and so what's it been like and how does it feel to kind of move into that professional athlete having sponsors um, over the last year? Because you have it, RX Smart Gear and Bear Bells as well, which is a sponsor of ours now this oh, month cool. as well. Yeah, it feels amazing. Um, just like I fell in love with this sport when I was 10 and kind of have like wrestled with what I want to do after um, ever since then. But I do want to stay in this sport. I love this sport and I want, I want to chase my dreams and then I want to help people chase theirs. So having like having a social media following and having sponsors, even though like younger Emma kind of thought all of that was really superficial. Like I remember thinking, oh, I'm never going to get Instagram. Um, <laughs> just like didn't want to waste my time on it. But now I see that that is a tool I need to make a living doing this sport. And like, as I am getting deeper into it and like older and better, like getting to the level where I am seeing that that is possible is really amazing because this is what I love. And it's so exciting to me that I can do what I love. Um, I will never be stuck doing something that I'm not passionate about. Uh, so yeah, I just, I love it. I'm so grateful for the people who believe in me um, and the people really who have believed in me before I was at this level when I was just a little girl with a big dream and really nothing, nothing to back that up, people still believed in me. And I will always remember that. Well, you're getting, you're awesome at the product placement. So we have to give you two thumbs up on that. Um, but you, you talk about this and have other athletes reached out to you now that you have hit this level or has that always been a case where elite athletes have talked to you? Um, not, not a lot of really high level athletes have messaged me. Um, but I do feel like they're scared? I, <laughs> 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 I do feel like I have made a lot of friends just through this sport. Um, but not necessarily just doing well, but just like seeing people at competitions and even meeting people on Instagram who then I later get to meet at a competition. Um, and I have just like in the past few weeks gotten so many messages from people, almost all really positive. Like there are always the negative ones, but that's just a part of it. Um, but just about people saying that I inspire them or, or even better, like I inspire their kids, I inspire their daughters. Like that is so, so crazy to me and never something I will take lightly. Um, just having people who, who would even go to me for advice. And I would always, like, I try to respond to all of my messages. I'm a little bit behind right now. Um, but there have just been so many, and it fills me up so much. Just seeing, seeing what I can give back to people is my favorite thing. So I have so many questions. Um, 
I did want to follow when we talked last time, you said you wanted to be a pediatrician. Is that still the case or have you switched focus now? Honestly, no, I've switched focuses. Um, I don't know. I don't know what exactly I want to do, um, but I think I would like to coach. I think I would like to be a coach for elite athletes um, because I have been there too. And I'm getting so much experience right now. Like I've only done two pretty major competitions like in person before everything got crazy. But I, I know that right now I am relatively inexperienced, but I feel like I've learned so much even now and we are just getting started. Like this is just the beginning of an amazing career and at the end of it in a really long time, but I know I will have so much I can share. And there are so many people who I could help with this information just like what my coach has done for me. Um, not that he has ever competed at an elite level, but he has just been with so many people who have, like not only does he know how to prepare me for it, but he knows how to equip me mentally and emotionally while I'm there to be the best version of myself. And just thinking about doing that for other people really, really fires me up, like really is another passion of mine. Um, I don't know if I mentioned last time, but I get to coach a kid's class every Wednesday. Um, I've done it for about two years and I started just as kind of a way to give back because I started in the kid's class and eventually the interest just got so low that they canceled it. And that really broke my heart that the kids now weren't going to have the same opportunity to like really discover themselves like I did. So I started it back up, capped it at 12, um, thought that would be super manageable. And like the first time 12 was crazy. I was like, this is way too many. Um, but as we've gone on, there've been some siblings and some friends who wanted to come. And now we have like 23 to 25 every week, um, seven to 11 year olds and it gets crazy, but I love coaching them. And even though they don't want to compete at an elite level, I still get to share lessons with them. And that has kind of helped me see that I am so passionate about sharing my gifts with others. Um, and I want to do that at an even bigger level someday. So what does school look like for now? Because it's been crazy the last year. When are you due to graduate? Um, I am in 11th grade this year, so I will graduate next May. Um, but I have had the really awesome opportunity to take five classes online and two classes in person. Um, in all other past years, I've been there all day from like eight-ish to 3.30 and you either have to train really quick before or really quick after trying to get all my homework done. I just don't feel like I was giving my best to everything. Like if I gave my best to my training, like my homework was just done really quick. If I gave my best to my homework, I felt like I didn't have time to train, but now I can balance everything so much better and do a lot of schoolwork on my rest days um, Sunday's always a really big schoolwork day for me. 
Um, and then Thursday is my swim day. So that is also a day when I just get home from school and work as much as I can ahead. Um, but that has been an awesome opportunity for me. And I'm going to do something really similar next year. Okay, awesome. So you mentioned about you've only really done two big competitions in person. How excited are you to be able to do another in-person competition? So excited. Um, I miss it. Like I miss every part of it, even the pressure and the stress because something I tell myself, pressure is a privilege. Um, and even though feeling so nervous can be uncomfortable, like that's when my focus is getting sharp. That is when I'm becoming more tolerant to pain and that's when my reaction time is faster. And that's when I just want this more. And like, I get the advantage of those feelings that I don't have in training to make me better on the competition floor. And I miss, so like that, that makes me even miss the stress, even though it is so stressful. Um, and I also miss the people, like I loved getting to meet everybody. Um, and I miss just the unstoppable feeling of like 10 seconds where the nerves go away and all of a sudden you can do anything. That's my favorite feeling. And then running across the finish line at the end, just so happy and proud. And even if you're not satisfied, you can still be proud. And I just, I miss like the feeling of accomplishment. So I have, um, so there's kind of a news thing going on now where the Atlas games have said they're going online. You are in North America. Yes. Um, after the quarterfinals, you know, we, we believe you will make it on to the next level. We have that much faith in you and there's going to be a, a, a really big conundrum for a CrossFit and the athletes where there's a great possibility that some of the events are going to be in person and some of them are going to be online all qualifying from the same continent. How do you feel about that? And do you have a preference as to which one you want to be put into? Definitely in person. Like I don't care where I go as long as I get the competition floor. Um, and I don't really care how anyone else qualifies. Like it does feel weird because online events often kind of test a different aspect of fitness than in-person events do. Um, but that is okay. Like we will all just do our best. And I trust that the right people will get to the games. Um, but I, I just want to compete again and hopefully it gets to be in-person. Awesome. So I have one last question before we get to our rapid fire segment. And that is that, you know, there's all of these um, training camps going on around the country now where groups of athletes are getting together to train together. Has that ever been a thought in your mind as to be, to going somewhere where you can train with other athletes? Yeah, I think that would be amazing. I loved um, last December. I'm sorry, I'm kind of getting choked. Um, but last December, I got to go to Florida to train with my coach and some of his athletes. And we were just there about a week, but that was amazing. And I would love to do something like that um, for a longer period of time. 
because I learned so much from that. But there's also, I feel like a lot of benefit from training alone, just because it tests how much you want it. So we're going to jump into a rapid fire. If you need a couple minutes, because <laughs> I actually was a little choked myself. So, <clears throat> so I can clear my throat. You can clear your throat. We'll cut this out. Um, and then we'll go into kind of our little rapid fire segment. And then I'll let Charlie and Kat ask any questions they have yeah. after that. Um, so just let me know when you're ready. Yeah, I'm good now. I'm good. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're going to go to our rapid fire questions and I'm going to turn it over to Kat to kind of start them. Okay. So obviously you've been building up your strength for the last year. Do you have a preference snatch or clean and jerk and why? Snatch. Um, just because I think it's fun. I think the bar is weightless for a minute and then you get under it and you're like, whoa, I'm under it. And then you get to stand up. I think, I think there's just a little bit more to think about. And then when it all comes together, it's such a good feeling. So are you an early morning riser or a night owl? I am definitely a night owl. That has changed recently. Um, I was having some trouble sleeping. So I started staying up later and that fixed that trouble sleeping. Um, but now for some reason, I feel like I am my most productive from like nine to 10 <laughs> PM. So I don't know. And as long as I can sleep in still getting nine or nine and a half hours of sleep, um, I feel really good doing this. So back to our um, barbells and the fact that we're both uh, sponsored by them. Do you have a favorite flavor? Of the Bear Bell bars. Yeah. Cookies and cream. Ooh, okay. Yeah. How about you? I'm a cashew caramel fiend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I have not met one I didn't like, though. <laughs> this is true. This is also true. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So my question for you, Emma, is what is your favorite Bible verse? Mm. this I don't think it's one that is really well known but I remember I was probably like seven or eight and I just found it in the bible and I loved it and it's acts 27 23 I belong to God and serve him um and it's not I mean it is so straightforward it's not a really inspirational bible verse but it's so true. And I try to base everything in my life on that. Um, like I want people to see that I belong to God and serve him. It's like, whenever I want to make a decision, it's like, well, I belong to God and serve him. So what is going to be serving God with this decision? Um, so it's really simple, but I remember writing it and I, and I had this little bulletin board um, and then I had this, I love Jesus pin that I got from Bible school. So I just pinned it on my bulletin board and I've loved it ever since. That's great. I don't know if you remember, but last time we talked, I, I gave you the quote that God can only steer a moving ship and yes. you have, um, you have demonstrated that line over the last year. So well, um, Thank you. so amazing. Thank you so much. So true. 
All right, puppy news. What's your favorite thing to do with the dog these days? Oh, we really, we have not jumped rope lately, but we need to. Um, I love, he loves to march. So that I taught him how to do a shake with each paw. Um, so he knows the difference between his left side and his right side but I accidentally taught him my left side and my right side. So it's actually reversed. Um, but we like that. Um, Poor guy's now he, dyslexic. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, he loves to go on walks. So that's always a fun like Sunday thing, just kind of get some blood flow, get out. Um, and we, he doesn't really learn a whole lot of new tricks anymore. And I don't agree at all with you can't teach an old dog new tricks because I do feel like he could learn a lot more, but he already knows like 130. So we're kind of running out of things. I feel like I can teach him, um, but he's still doing great. Awesome. I don't know that I know 130 things, but <laughs> um, so we talked about M2 a little bit. What's your favorite cheat meal? Pizza. Just, pineapples I, or no pineapples? I don't mind pineapple on pizza, mm -hmm. but I would never choose it. I like really just pepperoni and cheese. Um, sausage or hamburger, I'm cool with that on there. But I don't really like a lot on my pizza. I just mm -hmm. like a good thick crust. That's important to me. Thick crust. Um, so you've been on this earth almost 17 years now. Do you have a greatest accomplishment? I think so far my proudest moment has been winning the 2019 games. Even though that feels like it was so long ago, I still remember it so clearly. Um, just just that something I had worked for for so long and never let myself, never let myself give up on it. Because um, it was a really hard journey um, and not like having all of those years that I was not old enough to do a big competition um, and they wouldn't make any exceptions even though there was a year I would be 13 by the time of the open and 14 by the time of the games, I still could not compete. I had to wait until I was 14 and then 15 at the time of the games. So that only gave me one year in that division where a lot of other people would get two years. Um, so that was so hard, just feeling like I had like two years until I could, I could compete. That was so long and it was hard to stay focused, um, but I did and I never gave up on my dream. And then running across the finish line and just like there were three events back to back and I only had a 10 point lead going into those events. Um, but I knew I had done so well in all of them. And the very last one I won, which was just like, I knew that no matter what I was going to win because I felt I kind of been watching where the people I was close to, um, just how they were doing, where they were placing. And I knew I had it, but I was like, okay, got to finish with a bang. Um, and then just to feel that hard work had paid off like that, really the first experience in my life I had had with hard work paying off like that was crazy. Like, and I'm just still so proud of it.
So do you prefer to run or bike erg? I love them both, but probably run. Um, I love all of the ergs, the assault bike, running like that and swimming. Just that that's kind of my thing um, and burpees, but <laughs> I love burpees. Um, but overall, probably run. And what about gymnastics? Lives here. Yeah, very oh, different lives. <laughs> I can't stand running. <laughs> I love gymnastics. That's probably like my second favorite area besides just pure cardio stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I love I love the really high skill gymnastics, like handstand walk obstacle course. I think that's really fun. Um, muscle ups, I love, but my favorite is the more simple side, like toe to bar, handstand push-ups, chest to bar, um, just stuff where you really don't think you just go. I think that's fun. Um, and handstand walk, leg with rope climbs, like a lot of the stuff we didn't get to see in the open, but I know is coming in quarterfinals. I am really excited about. Yeah. So speaking of quarterfinals, assuming you registered today, did you not? Have you registered yet? I don't think I've gotten my email. Okay, so you'll get the email today, I would assume. Yes, yes. And you'll register. And then you just have, what, three days before the, the thing, everything's announced. Are you, Yes. where are you gonna be doing this? Um, I am going to be doing most of the workouts at my affiliate. It's called Perform, Overcome, Excel. Um, and I love it there, love the people, but we, don't have high enough ceilings to have a 15 foot rope. Okay. So we built a little wooden structure at home that I should be able to climb a 15 foot rope on. So I have an awesome home gym. I've never done an open or qualifier workout there, but I'm kind of looking forward to that just, just for it to be different. Mm -hmm. And are you carb loading this week or what's the, what's the, what's the nutrition look like? the next few days um really keeping everything the same um training volume is down just a little bit i know i'm going to feel amazing by thursday and like mentally trying to give myself extra time to be locked in um like i try to journal consistently always read consistently just because that's when i feel my best but now I'm taking some extra time to do that and really writing about what I want, what I know I'm capable of, what I'm willing to do, like how much I am willing to be uncomfortable in order to do that, just getting myself all ready. And I'm just, honestly, I wish it started tomorrow. Like I am <laughs> so ready to just get this going. Um, I love to compete, not as much online, but I still love any form of competition. So I'm ready. Yeah. One last question about the quarterfinals then. Um, because the workouts have to be, I think you have to post, what is it like by 3 p.m. every day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Are you thinking about doing them at night between your nine and 10 productive <laughs> hour or are you probably going to do them in the mornings? I am planning on, well, the kind of tricky part is that you have to have your video uploaded and send in the link. 
So that is different than the open workout because they will request the link later. So I need to make sure I'm allowing plenty of time for my video to upload to YouTube. Because uh, my last video was like, I think 21 minutes and it took almost two hours to upload. We know so all about I, that. We know all <laughs> yeah. about that. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> I don't want to be stressed out about that. So mm -hmm. I will probably be working out a little earlier than I normally do, um, but still not, not super early because I want to stay in my routine. And I probably won't do it too late because then I might not be recovered by the next one in the morning. Okay. Yeah. And I guess it'll depend on what the workouts are too. I think, I think they're all yes. coming out Thursday. So you'll know sort of what the weekend's going to look like. And then you can sort of plan from there. It's exciting. I can't wait. Yeah. Well, our last, our last rapid fire question is, do you have a favorite breakfast cereal? I don't know if oatmeal would count but I have four bowls of oatmeal every day. Like I need my breakfast oats, my lunch oats, my dinner oats, and then my bedtime snack oats. Um, so I have something different in my oats every time. I am kind of passionate about my oats, um, but aside from what I normally eat, cinnamon toast crunch yes. all the way. All With the way. That's a good choice. Yeah. Solid. Well, Emma, this has been an awesome hour. Um, we are so proud of you. Uh, like I said, we feel like your long lost uncles and aunts uh, who have been following you for the last year. Um, and we're just amazed by everything you do. Uh, you are so mature. Your why is amazing. And we just want nothing but the best for you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I, I think it is so cool how this sport brings people together and I just have so many awesome people in my life because of this sport. And you guys are definitely at the top of the list. So thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. And you noticed you're right that way. You're here with us every week. <laughs> your shirt, your son's yes. shirt. <laughs> I love seeing it. Yeah. Well, we'll let you go. Um, good luck this weekend. Uh, this episode's actually going to come out the Monday after quarterfinals. So just a week from today um, and we'll let, we'll tag you and everything and we'll be watching the leaderboard all weekend. Thank Have you. Have fun. Thank you so much. I will. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.